You are now listening to The God Complex. Enjoy. Yo. Welcome back. Welcome back to The God Complex. Yeah, yeah. Live from Boston. Sorry if you hear absolutely astronomical amounts of sirens. (laughs) There is something absolutely insane going on outside. We're not totally sure how to establish what exactly is going on but there have been sirens going on for quite some time now we've been waiting to start um we're together what for the first time ever i'm literally looking at her face to face right now giving her a really creepy look now (laughs) (laughs) giving her my scorpio rising eyes it's really weird yeah we both flew into boston yesterday we're sharing a hotel room it's really weird Yeah, basically, like, I've kind of decided after this, like, interaction, like, I'm probably never going to, like, talk to her again. Like, I'm going to ghost her. <laughs> we actually hate each other. No, this like, podcast we have not been be getting along. God complex canceled. Yeah, no, actually, we've only realized how we're actually just the same person. Yeah, sickening. It's actually sickening. We love it, though. We love it, but it's interesting. Speaking of interesting, this episode today, interesting. Y'all, this episode is about to be really juicy. We have... So we asked our followers on Instagram. I also asked my Snapchat. um, But we asked for you guys to ask us questions about sex. And it could be anything. It was a really general, just like about sex. Like it could be personal questions for us it could be questions about sex in general and their sex lives and we have quite the variety of questions i just had sex yeah and and it it felt (laughs) so good exactly yeah you guys are about to like your socks are gonna be knocked off also we have a lot of questions so yeah we will probably end up filming another episode towards the end of this trip like giving a recap of the boston trip because it's already been very eventful today we were just outside for hours and like it like we didn't realize that we were just chilling for hours we're like what have we been doing all day sitting on a bench for three hours (laughs) sitting on the docks (laughs) it was amazing we were dancing in the middle of the docks this like 60 year old man walked by yeah he was like wish i had that much energy Okay, yeah, like, you I mean... I get it. I'm 21. Like, of course I have this much energy. Exactly. <laughs> it was really beautiful today. Like, up to 57. Yeah, so was not you. expecting that. So Miss much gratitude. Mother Nature. Yeah. So, we're going to start with the card pool of the episode. Yes, we are. I already shuffled them, so don't think I'm rigging it. I promise. I swear on my life, I already shuffled them. I just didn't want to put my mic down. Wow. The what is it? The hermit. Wow. Y'all, so... Spirit wants whoever is listening to this to really take some time in your own solitude, learn how to be comfortable in your own space, learn how to just embrace your feelings, kind of find where they're coming from. And I honestly, after seeing some of these questions too, I actually see why Spirit would want people to focus on that right now. Um, Because a lot of times, especially in questions regarding like having sex with a specific person that you care about or that you love, like there's things that you're like asking questions about when really the answers are inside of you and it takes just some self-reflection within yourself. So I think the best thing to do sometimes is to really take some time alone and focus on your healing and like where certain triggers or fears or where your lack of confidence or your lack of um, outgoingness, whatever 
really be able to like sit down with yourself and sort of figure out where these things come from within you beautifully said i literally can't even add anything to that because yeah i agree per exactly so i guess we're just gonna dive right into the questions because that was a really good segue yeah do you want to do the honors of asking ah! first or do you want me? also we're just i'm i made like a notes like list just based on like the questions i was receiving as they were coming in so there is no rhyme or reason to the different <laughs> kinds of questions and what order they're coming in. They're just coming in order as they were asked. I feel like maybe start at the bottom and work our way up because the one at the top is like, I feel like the, the pinnacle. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. You agree? Yeah, we'll go backwards. We'll go backwards. Because I feel like let's just start off slow. Okay, fair enough. So the first question is, what do you think of a one night stand and I also just want to say this. You are getting two very different perspectives, which is really great when it comes to this topic. Like We're completely re- different in this. Yeah. I, I personally have been celibate for two and a half years because I am a Pisces Venus and I will get attached. <laughs> and that's fair. And also it just like was best for my spiritual growth and it was just what was good for me. But I have had some sexual experiences for sure <laughs> and i'm excited to talk well, about and it. again it's like a lot of it just comes from like i think it's good especially for this episode to get different answers to these questions too like we're gonna have different opinions and perspectives and stuff and i think that that's good because obviously if people are asking these questions and it's something that i have never even experienced or considered like you have a different perspective to offer yeah. So, like, for me personally, what do I think of a one-night stand? I love one-night stands. I kind of think they're a lot of fun, actually. Um, I don't get super attached really easily. I don't like to get attached, honestly. I, I'm i working on that. I'm Like, I'm working on, like, trying to get attached, which mm-hmm. we kind of talked on the last episode, too. Like, I have detachment issues. Like, I get detached very quickly, but... I think one night stands are really fun, especially if you're both on the same page about like this is just a one night stand. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't like one night stands if it's like the kind of situation where you think that it's going to be something more or they think it's going to be something more. And there's just like no communication there. So like, I don't know for me personally, and I'm just a very honest person and I, I live by that. I think it's really important, but I'll be like, yeah, like. I don't want anything out of this, so I'm just kind of like, you know, you might never see me again. <laughs> and I like make jokes with them, like, yeah, you might, you might, you might not. It kind of just depends on how I'm feeling. But I like one night stands. I think they're fun. They're not like incredibly fulfilling or anything, but like I don't have sex for emotional fulfillment. I have sex just because it feels good. Yeah, and also like humans, it is like our literal primal in- primal primal instinct to um have sex. Like it's it's what we yearn for if you will for sure um but yeah once again like these are just personal opinions so don't take this as like oh they don't they think this about me i personally for me i'm not a fan of one night stands um but like i fully support anyone who is go do your thing boo get 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 it on get it on um but i have had a one night stand before and i did not enjoy the experience it wasn't fun it's just like also i feel like a lot of times with sex 
it takes a couple of times of having sex with someone to like learn their body and learn what someone likes and it just seems exhausting to me to like have to do that every time like this is what I like and then not have sex with them again and also what was I gonna say there's just for me it's just like I personally feel like if you aren't living up to my standards of someone I would want to date in terms of like your morals and interests not necessarily like that does not matter to me if we're having sex but like things like that then you're definitely not having sex with me because (laughs) I am a Scorpio Mars at the end of the day like my sexual energy is intense and I have a good time in the bedroom as you should and I just don't think everybody needs access to that which is totally fair I've like definitely chilled out with the one night stands too that was like a it was more of a phase for me. Yeah, everyone it was, has it. Yeah, it was like a like six month long phase of just like lots of one night stands. Well, also you have to remember like where I live, I would only be having one night stands with people I went to school with, and I'm literally good. Yeah, it's funny too because the only like the only people that I've hooked up with who aren't one night stands are either boyfriends or just like my friends that I also hook up with. I like, I prefer to hook up with my friends. Fair enough. That's just like, honest for me. Cause it's like the same kind of thing as a one night stand, but I already trust them. I already know exactly. them. Exactly. You know? That's, and if you're both on the terms of like, we're still going to only be friends. Yeah. Let's just have sex. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's beautiful. I love it. Um, so the next question is, how do we feel about OnlyFans? Have you ever considered starting one? I love OnlyFans. Yeah, me too. Fully support everyone. Like, get your bag. Do Absolutely. Use your own body. Like, literally, who cares? Show yeah. it off. Shake what your mama gave you. I used to have one, and I honestly made really good money off of it basically doing nothing. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even, like, overly vulgar or crude at all. Like, I mean... The thing that stopped me from doing it was the messages that I was getting from guys. Like, it just, like, the more they piled up, I just got so annoyed, like, and so disturbed by the things that they would ask of me. Like, they just, like, honestly grossed me out. I would never do anything that I didn't want to do. But just, like, hearing people ask me to do certain things, I was just like, ew, don't tell me what to do. Like, this is my, like, let me lead the conversation, even though it's, like, that's not the point of it. So, it just wasn't for me, but I definitely did stack up, like, a quick, like, 600 in, like, a month. So, that was pretty chill. For sure. Yeah, I've definitely considered starting an OnlyFans. I will just say, though, if you are, like, freshly 18, please think about it more. And once again, like, I fully support sex work. I fully support anything. But I do think, like, if you are that young and you just want it for a quick bag, like, at least put some thought into it. Because, unfortunately, we do live in an incredibly sexist country. And if you want to become, if you want to become a doctor or a lawyer or something like that, there are chances that people will use this against you. And once again, like, this is just me, like, knowing how this country works. If it was ideal world and i had it in my way like that would obviously not exist but especially if you're super young just For like sure. think because 18 is like still baby you still baby i know and also just like 
Use anonymous names. Use anonymous emails. Use anonymous, like, anything. Like, don't give any of them your number. Don't give any of them your name. Don't let them know who you are at all. Like, don't give your identity away at all. Like, use completely fake names. If you want to broadcast yourself, like, I mean, advertise yourself, use a fake Instagram, use a fake TikTok, whatever. Just, like, don't leave it out there. Be safe about it, but... I fully support it. Get your bag. Like I get the bag. I have a couple of friends who make straight cash Same. on OnlyFans, and I have nothing but respect for them. It's a hustle. It honestly is dealing with people like that. I couldn't do lot. it. It's a lot. Like I really, that was the hard, like hardest thing for me was just like people would say the grossest things. I guess this is the episode where I could just like you know express some of those things. But like one guy was literally like, "I want you to send me a video, like telling me to come." Just, Ew. like, ask me to and say my name. And I just, like, was watching that. And I was, like. Sure, $600. No, I was literally, like, I'm. I don't even want to record that. Like, that's just for me personally. I don't even want to record that. That's kind of disgusting. Yeah. Like, guys would ask me to, like, put things up my vagina. And I was, like, you've actually got me fucked up. First of all, if you have things like that, like, porn exists with things like that. Like, go explore that side of porn. Like, why are you asking me to do these things and then they'd be like you're so you're overcharging like if I was like yeah like like I wouldn't do things like that but there were things that I didn't want to like necessarily love the idea of doing and I was like well fuck like I'll do it for like 200 and they're like that's way too much and I'm like okay well that's care. my comfort zone so like if you don't want it then don't pay but if you want it you're gonna pay yeah just never do anything you don't want to do but we both fully respect and support it 100 um I just think like and also, it doesn't have to be something where you're fully naked spreading <laughs> spreading your... Li- spreading, no. Spreading anything. Well, my actual OnlyFans, like, the only things I would actually post on my feed were just, like, the kinds of things that, I on, that I'd post on my just Snapchat exactly. story, honestly. Like, I mean, I just have, like, a bralette and a thong on, whatever. Some like, nothing crazy. Yeah. Like, nothing... Yeah. I don't, like, reveal my pussy all over it, which... And, like, if you do, that's great, but, like... Yeah. You should honestly save that for the messages and make more money. That's what I'm saying. Like, consult someone, because that's yeah. what I was saying about, like, put some thought into it, because that you can be... You can make a lot of money off of this. Like, be smart about it. Money. Yeah. Talk to us. Yeah. As a businesswoman, talk to me. <laughs> talk to some entrepreneurs. For real. Okay, next question. What is considered a perfect dick size and my answer to this is i don't think there is one you have to know how to work it like i have been with someone who had a above average well above average and sorry to break it to you did not experience an orgasm gross like it it literally doesn't matter. It actually doesn't. If it's below average, like the one of like my best hookup experiences, he had one of the smallest dicks that I've like ever been with. Like I I've been with many a shape and size and color. Yeah. And his was like one of the smallest and it was still one of actually like probably one of the best experiences I've ever had in bed. But I don't know, like if I had like my ideal situation like Truly, it doesn't matter regardless. Like, if you're good at what you're doing, it actually doesn't matter to me at all. Like, I mean, to some extent, like, I've been in a situation where I'm face-to-face with a micro-penis, and that's, like, not the best feeling in the world. I, you know, had to pretend I was sick and leave. But 
Um, like that's not my ideal situation. I have no shade for it, but that's just like maybe like give me a heads up before so I'm not just like suddenly it's in front of me. Like I feel like that's a conversation I would have liked to have before. And like he didn't even give me head either, so I was like, okay, well, like I'm, what am I gonna get out of this? Like you just want to put your micro penis in me, and like I'm not getting anything out of it at all. No, right? So like that's no, not we're not body shaming, but like at least bring out a dildo, right? Or like like eat or, like, her out, yeah. like make you come at least, right? Like give me something, but yeah. So I just left that time, but in my experience, they really don't matter at all. However. What I have enjoyed the most, I don't like super long. It hurts dicks. and it will literally it cramps me injure up. you. Yeah, so I like a little, not short, but like I don't know, like a good like six ish inch yeah. length, but with like some girth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like a, not anything crazy. I don't want like a tree trunk type, but like you know, I want it to be like a little hard to put my mouth around. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I don't I'm really have like myself in this episode. I don't care. No, it's okay. Maybe I wish I had. I wish I had more to expose. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> it doesn't make a difference to me, because among the people that I have encountered, once again, different shapes, different uh-huh. sizes, and they still didn't work. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> if you are listening, <laughs> you I hope you you've are. improved. <laughs> sincerely for the woman you are now having sex with moving on truly okay um let's see okay someone asked how to have good sex when you can't come from penetration alone incorporate sex toys incorporate vibrators Mm -hmm. or tell them hey man rub the clit yeah and honestly like i don't know this is just my personal preference because i'm a very I like to do it myself kind of thing like or yes simply do it yourself so like yeah like if someone is you know fucking you just like pleasure yourself while they're fucking you like whether it's a vibrator or your hands or whatever like if it's your hands honestly like I'm gonna get really gruesome here (laughs) not gruesome but like I'm just gonna be very clear with y'all because I think that's what you guys would prefer as listeners but right we're not kids literally like if a guy's on top of you look him in the eyes make him look you in the eyes lick your fingers and then start pleasuring yourself and be like you just feel so good and then like they're never going to question like and if a guy even questions you pleasuring yourself while he's fucking you see ya I'll finish he's this. too immature to be having sex i'll finish the job on my own no truly like he's too immature to be having sex like that's not even me like trying to be funny like i understand like in, I guess in some guys' minds, it's, like, a little bit of, like, an ego thing. But, like, I personally, like, I've been in situations where, like, guys will, like, be on top of me and, like, take their dick out and start, like, you know, pleasuring themselves. Like, I'm not sitting here, like, why are you doing that? Like, I think it's hot. I'm I like, was yeah. just to say that. I'm like, you're sitting here looking at me and, like, you want to touch yourself because you're looking at me. Like, that's awesome. Plus, plus, because you're sitting here fucking me so you're getting your pleasure but i'm also getting that and i get to pleasure myself so you're getting to watch me pleasure myself and you're getting to fuck me at the same time right i promise you guys think it's hot 
absolutely if, if they get like insulted by it or if they get insecure that's their problem you don't sacrifice your pleasure in bed no. because someone else is insecure because literally just tell them like if you're not going to make me come and you're not going to allow me to make myself come you can go buy a sex doll please because i deserve yeah. to have an orgasm just as much as you do well and sometimes too like in the heat of it i like to be like hey, like, my vibrator's right there on the shelf. Like, grab it. And, like, they get get so excited. Like, if you're, like, use this on me. Like, you, like, pull it out and you're, like, use this on me. Because, like, a vibrator, like, it's kind of hard to miss. Right. It's pretty hard to miss. Like, it's the the whole sensation's great. So, like, all they really have to do is just, like, put it on you. Really. I mean, like, and if they're not doing great, like, let them continue to fuck you and then you grab the vibrator yourself. Like, whatever it takes, like... Pen- most people don't come from penetration alone yeah it's literally normal like don't feel most bad about people this don't. Y- it's literally that's why i never came <laughs> and i i mean so like there's ways to do it that you don't need to get your hands involved you don't need to get toys involved like i don't know like if i'm riding i'll ride in a way that like my clit is like rubbing against their like pelvis yeah so like sort of like slow down and grind and like i actually literally just did this like last week like, I was riding, and I was riding kind of, like, slow and just, like, letting my, like, clit just, like, rub up against his pelvis. And he tried to, like, speed up, and I literally, like, put his hands down, like, behind him, and I was, like, we're going at my, sp- like, my pace. Yeah. He was, like, yeah, whatever you want. Take the lead. Because, like, it feels better. Like, if, or if I'm, like, no, slow down. Like, if I, like, look at them really serious, I'm, like, hey, slow down. They're, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, like. In the words of Jack Harlow, like, take my time with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many ways to do it. Or, like, if you're one of my favorite positions for, like, I guess, quote, unquote, penetrative orgasms, which it's still not because it's still as a result of your clit being stimulated. But you're it's not necessarily you stimulating it, but laying flat on your stomach, like letting him hit it from behind while you're laying completely flat on your stomach you can kind of like grind your body in like against the bed sort of like in the motion of where they're fucking you like just like sort of find the rhythm feel it out but like with your legs literally basically together laying on your stomach flat that is such an amazing position for that as well i hope some of those tips helped yeah and just don't be afraid to be like um I deserve to be pleased. Yeah, like I, I from my experience, I've never had anyone give me shit for like telling them what I want. Like most guys really enjoy it, actually. Like and if they don't make him leave. <laughs> no, and I've done that before, and like I've been at, in situations where I'm like mid fuck, and like I'm just like literally not getting anywhere. They're not doing anything that I'm telling them to do. It's not working, and I'll literally be like, okay, you have to go, like in the middle of it. And they like, of course they have a fit about it. Of course they do. Like. But they're going to be fine. They have a hand. Yeah, they'll be all right. Yeah. And then I'll be like, grab my vibrator on the way out and hand it to me. Yeah. You know, just like an extra, like, fuck you. Like, who, at the end of the day, like, who cares, actually? Like, a lot of people are, like, so scared to say what they want and, like, how they feel about things because they're, like, nervous of what the other person is going to think of them. But, like, it doesn't really matter what they think of you if you're not even enjoying yourself any. Like, why, why would you continue to have sex that doesn't feel good? So, like, at, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter that much. And, like, if they're, like, your friend, too, just be like, I just don't think it's clicking for us. Like, I don't think we, like, are compatible in that way. You like, know? chemistry like, is a big thing. And if you, also, if you don't feel comfortable enough with someone, 
to like tell them what you like, then likely not a good time for you to be having sex. For with sure. Them. Like comfortability is really important, at least for me. And I mean, I'm just going to keep circling back to this too, though, but really like if you can't ask the things that you need from a partner and they can't receive the things that you're asking for, you guys shouldn't be having sex. Exactly. For sure. That's just I my agree. opinion. And you know, go get a dildo, go get a vibrator. I just ordered handle one. Your, yeah, handle yourself. Like if you if you're not in a position where you're comfortable enough to have sex or you're not emotionally like built like comfortable enough to have sex with anyone, like there are toys on toys on toys on toys. Right, like baby, it's been two and a half years for me. Don't yeah. have, don't think I haven't been having a good time. Oh yeah, like I've been here for a good time at all times, whether Thank I have you. a sexual partner or not. I've got plenty of toys exactly okay moving on we might end up having to do a part two of this episode because we're 25 minutes in and we've answered four (laughs) questions of the like 20 we have okay next question is and i feel like this won't take too long to answer would you let someone spit in your mouth courtney and i have very different answers on this and i think you're going to be shocked at the different answers so my answer is yes but it really is particular it depends on the person it depends on, like, their energy with it. Like, I don't enjoy being dominated, really, like, at all. Don't think you're going to, like, no, you're not going to do that. But it can be hot in the heat of the moment. Like, if it was Jack Harlow, I'm not telling you no. I'm simply not. But also just, like, know what you're doing because you're not going to hawk a fucking loogie into my mouth. Like, a little dribble is something different. But also, like, put your spit somewhere else. It's going to be more useful elsewhere. I'm saying. Yeah, um, my answer is no. <laughs> Believe it or not. Like, I'm a pretty open person. I'm down to do basically whatever. But, like, if someone is going to be spitting in anyone's mouth, I'm going to be spitting in their mouth. Ain't nobody spitting in my mouth. No man is going to spit in my mouth. No man. Pete Davidson? <laughs> also right, it's just well, like i have to know you have good oral hygiene brush your tongue and use scope mouthwash absolutely couldn't agree Thank more you. okay this one what's the craziest sex experience that you've had damn it listen y'all <laughs> <laughs> um i'll just go first <laughs> I don't have that many crazy experiences, actually. Like, so let's just get this out of the way. One of the questions was, what's your body count? Mine's two. Um, <laughs> I just had to say that to get this question answered. My first, the first person I had sex with was a three-year-long relationship. So as you can imagine, also it was high school. Fucking boring sex. Like, literally boring. I'm bored. I'm sick of it. I'm bored. <laughs> The second one, (laughs) the second one was also someone I went to high school with. However, he was four years older than me. Granted, I was graduated high school at this point, so it was legal. Just letting you know. Four years older than me. This is the type of guy that would always brag about how good he was in bed. Like, all the girls, whatever. I'm like, whatever. One night whatever we're at a friend's house and he just so happens to lay down on the bed i'm laying in i'm exposing myself (laughs) push comes to shove shit happens and not anything like i mean in this kid's room 
Two other people are in the room. Mind you, they are knocked out, obliterated, passed out, drunk. Like, completely blacked out to the point where I knew they would not be waking up. However, I feel horrible because I was... We were in the bed of this kid who had invited me and my friend over. And he had been, like, having a a crush on me for a while. And had been asking me to hook up. So, uh... But to make it even worse, the sex was atrocious. It was one of the ones laying on the side, and that was it. Laying on the side lasted 45 seconds. Um, then all of a sudden, this kid, also, he, no, I'm not going to say that. He gets up and walks to the bathroom and then comes back. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? With tissues. And I'm like, no way you just came. He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? Did you come inside of me or not? Mind you, always I always wear condoms. This was the one time in my life I didn't. In my entire three-year relationship, I wore condoms the entire time. This is the one time because I wasn't expecting this to happen. And then the whole time we're having sex, he's like, I'll buy you a plan B tomorrow. I'll buy you a plan B. I buy the plan B the next day. He doesn't speak to me again. He did not pay pay me. He didn't even split it with me because he said that he was worried I didn't buy it. I'm like, do you think I'm going to risk getting pregnant with your child? Absolutely. Knowing you cannot have sex? That sounds horrible. So that's my story. It's not crazy, but I think other people being in the room is pretty crazy. And I know that sounds disrespectful, but no, I was young. Thank you. And I regret it deeply. The uh, craziest sex experience. (laughs) (laughs) It's not so much an experience as it is the person. (laughs) Get out of here. No, it was just... um, I just had this one partner in my sexual history who... Some uh, some otherworldly shit just And if you're listening, what the hell are you doing here? (laughs) Yeah, if you're listening, get out. Get out of here. This is our safe space. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was just, it was really just what happened when we got together. There's really, like, I was all over the room. We were up, down, side, Movie backwards. sex. Yeah, like movie type sex. It was just really, like, life changing. My soul left my body every time. Can't wait for that. Yeah, I can't wait to experience that again. <laughs> can't wait for us both to experience that again. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Can you be sexually attracted to yourself? Yes. Yes. This is also tying into another... um, I'm going to tie two questions into this one. Yeah, go ahead. Because the one question was, I have a hard time with eye contact while I'm having sex. I've always found it kind of uncomfy, but I I got called out on it recently. What are your thoughts? The two tie together because I highly recommend if you struggle with having eye contact in sex... Pleasure yourself in front of a mirror and make eye contact with yourself. the only way that I pleasure myself. You, like, look yourself in the eye. Know that you love the way you look while you're pleasuring yourself. And then once you're able to look yourself in the eye, looking at another person is like a piece of cake. And that's called sex magic, by the way. Right. And, it like, what was the first question? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. You can be sexually attracted to yourself. You should be, I think. And should be. Like, if you wouldn't fuck yourself, why would someone else? Yeah. Well, and, like, I don't know. For me, like, becoming sexually attracted to myself, like, gets me in the mood. Like, yeah. I like to look at myself, and then I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I want to have sex now. Like, 
that's just what works for me and i i also agree with that eye contact situation i think also it does help you become more confident the more confident you are just like with looking yourself in the eyes but also something that i have to say that like i've i think i've mentioned this in the last episode too for a completely different thing but this is just like my motto just like pretend one time like yeah. pretend that it doesn't make you uncomfortable do it for the irony pretend of it. yeah like for the hell of it just like i'm just gonna like pretend that i love eye contact and just like try it out one time and if you really hate every second of it like keep working on it with yourself but like that's just something that i would say like it's not as scary as it, you make it out to be in your head i don't think there's anything wrong with it i think it's pretty normal and like I don't know, like, just realizing it's not as intimidating as you might think, and maybe there's some emotional attachment to those two together, you know, like, maybe it's, like, you're scared to give eye contact because there's something, like, emotionally unfinished inside of you that you need to address, so just sort of look within yourself Mm -hmm. and really just learn how to be super confident in yourself and, you know, maybe it's the person maybe you just don't trust this person maybe you you don't feel comfortable looking at them because you don't trust them like whatever it might be that's gonna take some self-reflecting but it's really not as scary as you might be making it out to be in your own mind yeah and also it's a practice like it's not gonna be it's like learning to communicate like you have to learn how to be confident in this ask yourself why you're uncomfortable with making eye contact and if it comes down to it like a lot of the times down to a confidence thing because I mean, just think about it. Before you were really confident, I would avoid making eye contact with anyone at all costs. But now, like, just walking, I love to make eye contact with people and just hold it. Like, break it first. Like, I love making eye contact because it's like, look at me. I want yeah, you to like, look I love at me. walking by someone who's, like, really attractive and just staring at them in the eyes while I walk yeah, by. Yeah, they're Leo never going to see me again. Why aren't you in love with me? But also, with it. that question, like... If someone, it depends, like, I just want to know the way they called you out. Like, if someone's like, why the fuck aren't you looking at me, like, you weirdo, leave them. But if it's a little thing, like, I think it can be so hot in bed for someone to be like, look at me. Yeah, look at my eyes. I do that all the time. I like to grab their faces and be like, look me in the eyes. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. How do you feel about people waiting until marriage to have sex? I respect everybody's beliefs, everybody's religious beliefs, all of it, but personally, I don't get it because, once again, I respect, like, do your thing. If that makes you feel good, do it. But I do have some opinions because I am an opinionated person. I don't understand the whole concept of how, I'm really trying not to offend anybody here, but, like, let's not pretend like Jesus gave a shit about a legal document. Like, truthfully, what does marriage have to do with anything here? Also, I think it's really actually important to have sexual experience before. Like, it, it's important to know what you like, who you like, all. But once again, like, if you if that doesn't make you feel comfortable, literally, I've had two sexual partners. Like, I'm not saying you need to go have sex with 100 people. If that's what you want to do, do it. But if not, that's okay. If you don't, if you want to, like, wait until, like, you find your person because you want it to be special or whatever, that's one thing. 
and good for you absolutely do that but if you are just like I'm waiting until marriage I really want to have sex I really want to have sex with this person I really want to do this but I'll go to hell if I don't then there's a problem there also no you won't because one hell isn't real and I'm not here to burst your bubble like I'm not disrespecting Christianity but this is a whole other episode I've done my research I grew up Christian it's a metaphor for a valley outside of Jerusalem called Ghana it's not a real place you're not we all go to the same place when we die if you want to have sex fucking have sex but once again if it's like this thing of like I do just want to wait like I'm not really interested in having sexual partners other than the love of my life I just want to save myself for them do it but if you're like I really want to have sex I really want to experience I'm horny as hell and I want to have sex but what will God think or what will the church think or I need to wait until marriage you don't need to do shit you don't do what you also, want. Also, the divine creator of all things would not create you with the urge to have sex if you weren't supposed to have sex. Just listen to your body. If you want to have sex, fucking do it. Be safe about it. Do your research. Learn how to safely have sex. But do it. Because for me personally, like, I completely understand waiting until you're, like, in love and, like, you know that this is going to be your person for a really long time and you're really in love with them. I completely respect that and I understand that. Some people genuinely just need a good emotional connection with someone to have sex like i need a good sexual connection to have emotions with people like that's just like you know there's different kinds of people in the world but i am not bashing on that and i completely understand that and you should do that but maybe also have sex with the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with before you spend the rest of your life with them because what if you get married to them and the sex just is never good and they don't know how to listen to you. They don't respect you. Or there's no chemistry. Like there's no chemistry. What if you, yeah, absolutely. Like if you're going to be spending the rest of your life with this person, like you might want to go ahead and know that it's going to be entertaining or at least moderately a good time. Like you're going to want to scratch that itch before you get married like just trust me someone before getting married like you gotta yeah. piss it out yeah it doesn't mean that you have to go hook up with a bunch of other people but like at least hook up with the person that you're gonna commit your life to right in my opinion and that's just our opinions if you are waiting like nothing against you but the more of the story there is like if you're only waiting because you think you're going to go to hell if you don't don't wait the vape just died courtney's yes, vape just good. died okay this question <laughs> This question is honestly news to me, and that's saying yeah. a lot because I have just never been in this situation before, and I've had a lot of different kinds of things happen to me, and this is never before seen for me. Do you think it's hot when a guy pulls out your tampon? Um, so I'm going to say no. I don't think it's hot. I think maybe, like, the, I, I don't know, because I just don't see myself waiting to get to that point like if i know i'm about to have sex with someone i'm like let me go take out this tampon but also it's just like once again i don't think it's hot i can't i think i can see how some girls would be like oh wow that's like hot like he just took it out like that's manly almost but it's like i don't like i just like i don't even want to look at my own tampon when i take it out like and i'm very connected with my womb area like i have no problem like i'm pretty pretty comfortable with like the whole period situation like i've you know been going through for quite some time now like i'm pretty comfortable with that but even then like i still like to just kind of like take it out and like instantly out of sight like i'm not gonna like sit there like first of all where do you even put it in that situation throwing it across your room in my personal like situations when i've been on my period and i'm about to hook up with someone i'll just like sort of build it all up get the whole thing going like you know let them 
eat me out just on the outside, you know, just like get my click going. I give him some head, whatever. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. And I just go to the bathroom, take out my tampon, come back, ready to go. It's showtime. Like I personally just don't, I mean, I've just always also been really open about that. I'm like, yeah, um, I'm going to go take out my tampon and I'll be right back. Like yeah, I, also, I don't really know. I wouldn't want it to just be like, st- I would be so focused on where the tampon went after he right. takes it out. Like I'd be so focused. Like I wouldn't be able to stop looking at it. It would just completely, it would, it would make me in my head a hundred percent. And also I use a menstrual cup so you can't see that shit. Yeah. So he would just go for it. He would just it, go right in. There's a menstrual cup floating around my uterus. Hanging out in there. Like So personally don't think it's hot, but once again, do your thing. Yeah, if you think it's hot though, there's no shame and you're allowed to think it's hot. But to answer your question, I don't think it's hot. To answer your question for me I'm good. personally, I don't want it. Next question is dominant or submissive. And for me, I'm gonna get a good healthy mix of both. Because I I really it depends on my mood like even just the way I dress sometimes I love to dress masculine sometimes I love to dress feminine sometimes I want you to take control sometimes I want you to shut up (laughs) and let me do my thing like I think there should be a good healthy mix obviously some people love like one more than the other but I could never be with a person who's like I'm only this like you're boring me right now I'm like um my answer is definitely going to be dominant However, I can be submissive, but I'm still almost, like, dominant about it because I'm, like, I'm letting you be. Yeah, and also the term submissive, I hate it. Like, no, I'm not literally not submitting to you. I will, like, let you take the reins, but I hate the terms dominant and submissive. I generally just like to be in full control of everything that I'm doing in the bedroom. Like, I like to tell you exactly where I want you, what I want you to do where I want to be, what I want, like, that, it's just, like, kind of, like, the one place in life that I actually do have full control, well, most of the time, unless, you know, someone takes that opportunity away from me, and um, that which is, is called really, assault, and that is not a pleasurable experience, I'll tell you that, but, um, yeah, I like to be dominant in the sense that I just like to, I like to have full control the whole time, um, even if it is me having control over, like, I'll let you, you know like kind of do your thing but like when i say stop stop you know like yeah so like i don't know i'm never really super submissive but like if you want to go ham on me like go ahead but like you're gonna have to like let me tell you that you can and i think that's fair enough yeah um okay allison already answered this next question what's your body count i lost count um i'm somewhere in the 30s i think i don't know i lost count i love it this is a good question. How do I have good sex without having to have feelings for the person? Communication. Like, you don't have to have feelings for them, but just communicate, like, I like this. I don't like this. Thank you. Go slower. Go faster. Like, don't be afraid to say your, speak your truth in the bedroom. At the end of the day, it's really, I think a lot of people just expect someone to, like, know how to please them, but every single person's body is different, especially with women. Like, our bodies are very complex, um so just tell them like go slower go faster go harder go like and they most of the time they really enjoy that like they really right, do it's making it that. easier for them yeah, like, like they're you're, you're handing them an instruction manual on your pleasure like they like that and most of the times if you're with a decent guy his goal is to make you come so like if you're making it easier for him he's going to really like probably get more turned on and also guys love a girl who knows what she wants like speak your truth you deserve to be pleased i'm also just for this question too 
I do just want to say, like, some people do need to have feelings with someone to have sex with someone. And, like, there is no shame in that. Like, if you are wanting to have sex with people that you don't have feelings with, like, there, that's how you should do it. It's just, you know, making sure that you have good communication. Make sure you really set your emotional boundaries as well. You know, like, don't just jump in and be, like, secretly falling for them when, like, you communicated something otherwise you know what I mean so like just be really clear like hey like I don't have feelings for you um I don't really know how you feel about me but like I do just want this physically today like if that's not something that you're interested in like that's fine you know just making sure that you're still really just open with the person not just about your physical needs but also your emotional needs and um but if that that's just not something for you you also don't have to pressure yourself into like, having sex with someone you don't have feelings for just to, like, fit in or, like, oh, like, everyone else is having sex, so I should be, too, like. Yeah, and I will say something that I have noticed is definitely possible when you're someone like me who doesn't have sex with people unless there's an intense emotional connection there. It can be very easy to throw yourself into relationships trying to get an emotional connection so you can have sex, so knowing your boundaries having healthy limits and setting standards so that you know you're not only getting into situations with people to have sex like once again i'm a person i just need to have an emotional connection there for many reasons and whether it's for you just that's how you are you want to conserve your energy or you have sexual trauma like it's all okay and it's all valid everyone's experience is valid as long as you're not hurting other people do your thing i feel like this also ties into the next question a little bit too um how do I say that I'm only interested in casual flings without sounding selfish? You just have to be straight up. Don't like, I think the biggest thing, and I've been on the receiving end of someone not doing this. So like, this is my biggest word of advice for you. Make sure that like, when you're communicating, like I only want something casual, that you're not sending mixed signals with your actions. Like if you want something casual, then also act casual, you know, like in my opinion, like, if you're going to be in a situation where you're like, I really just want something like, you know, like a hookup, just a hookup, like, make sure you go ahead and communicate that. Like, you're not going to sound selfish. You're going to save this person a lot going forward. Like, be like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, this is all I'm looking for. Like, if that's not something you want, I completely respect that. And like, we don't have to do this. If you're looking for like a quick little like casual fling with like some emotions, go ahead and tell them like, I don't want to date. I don't want any, like, strict commitment to each other, but, you know, I would like to do more than just have sex. Like, I want to hang out and, like, be friends or whatever, but, like, I'm not going to date you. I don't want to date you. Like, I don't want to give you any false hope. Like, the best thing you can do is just be very straightforward and honest. Yeah, because that takes out the selfishness of it. Like, it'd be selfish if you wanted to have sex with this person knowing they wanted something more and you didn't tell them. That's selfish. Or not even checking in to see if that is something that they wanted. Right. It's not selfish to know what you want and communicate that. Like, everyone wants different things, whether it's casual or it's not. Like, you're entitled to what you want and you just have to communicate it with that with them to make sure that's also what they want. And if it's not, then say, that's okay then. And move past that. But don't, like, don't trip someone into like having sex with you because like sort of leading them on thinking that maybe there will be something there if they have sex with you like that's not cool no definitely um also I mean it's sort of the same kind of answers for these questions but how do I tell my partner what I like and don't like just rip the band-aid I like it's not it's people really make it out to be a lot harder 
than it really is. But again, it's really not as scary as you think. If you don't like something that they're doing and you don't want to like hurt their feelings or something, you don't want to be like, hey, I don't like when you do that. You can always wait till like after the heat of the moment to tell them that you don't like it. But for the mo- for the moment itself, just be like, oh, you know what I really like and like what I would really like for you to do. Like if someone's like behind you and like, you know, maybe their dick is really big and it hurts your stomach or something, just be like, you know what I think would feel really good if we like spoon fucked instead. So like it's like a good little compromise. Maybe it won't hurt as much. Just like coming up with other alternatives um, without necessarily being like, I don't like when you do that. And then after the fact, be like, hey, honestly, like, that was kind of uncomfortable for me. Like, I don't think that's it for me. Like, you don't have to do it in the moment. I understand that. If you want to, like, keep enjoying the sex, do your thing. But, you know, just offer another alternative that you do like. Right. And just ask yourself why you feel uncomfortable communicating this with them. Is there other things you aren't commu- comfortable with communicating with your partner? Like, if this is your partner, this should be someone you are able to communicate with and feel comfortable doing so. Um, and then like dive deeper into asking yourself, why don't I feel deserving of having pleasurable sex? You know what I mean? Because there's, there's something around, around that. So definitely ask yourself those questions, but it's one of those things that like, I have been in a position where I wanted someone to tell me how to communicate, but you know, the answer you just ask, how do I tell my partner? Well, you just tell them. And it's like, again, I'm not trying to sound like I'm beating a dead horse here, but if you can't communicate to your sexual partner what you want then you probably shouldn't be having sex but this doesn't even sound like your sexual partner this sounds like your partner right. and that concerns me with peace and love like, yeah communicate with them <laughs> yeah <laughs> like with i love and love 100%. you deserve that and they deserve someone who also communicate that with them because you both deserve to be pleased and to please in the bedroom it makes you both feel good we already entered the eye contact one okay this is a good one we're really, we had three questions left. We're really leading up to the big one. <laughs> okay, this question is, I orgasm all the time with my vibrator, but never with my partner. What do I do? Bring the vibrator into the bedroom. Yeah, totally. Like, bring Just that shit them. in bed with you. Like, don't, if th- it's one of those things where, like, the person that you're with is, like, insecure about you bringing a vibrator in bed or they're like oh am i not good enough am i not good enough be like this is just so much better and if they're too if they can't handle that again they really are equipped to be having sex if they can't handle that something might bring you more pleasure also could bring them more pleasure as well bring your vibrator in bed again going back to what we were saying earlier in the episode too don't be afraid to pleasure yourself touch yourself fear like feel your own body like really just connect with yourself Try not to be too much in your head about it. And again, just be honest. Be straight up with people. Like, don't be afraid to tell people like, and if this is something like, you know, like you haven't even communicated to your partner, like maybe you should start there. Like, hey, like it's not that I don't like having sex with you. I really do like having sex with you, but I have a lot more orgasms when I'm using my vibrator than I do when we're having sex. Like, do you think we can work on like things that might be working for me? Or like, can I, I think a really hot thing that like, and I've done this with, I think both of my exes actually, but I've been like, can I show you like how I use my vibrator and like, you can like sort of do that on me. You know what I mean? Like, and that's really hot to be like, yeah, you can, you pleasure yourself while I'm pleasuring myself and like watch what I do like try that out it's actually really fun it's really exciting it's also just a really good way to like open yourself up and be vulnerable with the person that you're emotionally involved with is by like letting them sort of feel like they're doing something taboo you know it's like they're like 
they're jacking off but they're looking at you and you're using your vibrator but they're looking at you know it's like really fun honestly so like that's yeah, a good way to just like up. practice like it keeps things exciting too like there's nothing wrong with vanilla sex but just switch it up sometimes if you like know they're about to get home like purposely be using your vibrator on their way like and like be like in the living room using it like the second they walk in the door like yeah. and be like i was wait i was just thinking about you getting home like they will eat that shit up also like don't be afraid to get yourself going before you start like you sort of pleasure yourself before you start having sex if the sex really isn't that good yeah also like it's i think it's important to do that beforehand like it's fun too foreplay is so important it's so important and guys don't talk about it but like if foreplay should be considered sex foreplay is not wet enough like guys will always dog on girls for not being wet dude that's your fault like that's your fault. All girls can get wet. You're just not good at what you you're should doing. see how much cum comes out of my body when I'm one on one with my vibrator. You should see. You would love to see, actually. Let me show you, and then you can experience that and see that I am superior to you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. The next question is: What's the view on guys who are inexperienced? Is it acceptable or no? First of all, everything. Well, I don't want to say everything is acceptable. Yeah, it's acceptable. You're going to be inexperienced until you have the experience. How can you get the experience without experiencing it? Um, yeah, it's acceptable. Everyone, and also, like, it's sort of good because, like, you get to teach them what feels good for you, and there's no, like, bias going into it. I would it. love, like, an inexperienced person to, like, take me, like, let come under my wing, and, like, you want to learn from me how to knock this shit out like i think it's kind of hot honestly it's like especially if you're open about it and you're like not ashamed of it because you shouldn't be ashamed of it anyway like if you're just like yeah honestly i haven't really done this that much but like i really want to learn like can you show me how you like it like that's a real like i don't know any girl who would be like ew no you don't just know how to like because this is the perfect opportunity for women everywhere who are like i've never had a good experience because i don't know how to communicate what i want to guys here's a guy offering it on a silver platter like i don't really exactly know what to do like can you show me what you like it's really like important to me that you feel good also also, i think going into any relationship it's important to have that level of like open-mindedness you know like i know the next time i have sex i'm gonna be straight up like dog it's been two and a half years i'm gonna be a little rusty but I promise it's going to be good. Like, I'm going to be a little rusty. If there's anything that you prefer for me to do differently, like, say the word, you know? Like, there's no problem with that. Even when I go, like, a couple months without action, like, I think the, mo- the most mo- <laughs> the most that I've gone has been, like, maybe three months, I think, since I started having sex. I think that's the most I've ever gone. But even then, like, I'm like, damn, like, I'll tell them, like, it's kind of been a minute, so, like, you know, you say Do the I word. How to do this yeah, like, shit? you say the word. Like, if this isn't doing it, like, say the word nine times out of ten it's fine but like yeah okay this is the grand slam this is what we were gonna start the episode out with can you believe i'm really glad we went backwards I yeah feel me like it too really was, it worked me too out. this question do you like eating guys ass do you think guys should get their ass ate i think guys absolutely should get their ass ate I also think guys need to o- get over this toxic masculinity. Like, that's gay. Bro, don't touch my asshole. What the fuck? I'm not why gay. Would, why is the prostate 
like the g-spot then yeah like why do you literally why is it there then are gay men only supposed to get pleasured i mean deserving but <laughs> yeah no 100 percent. but i'm also okay to answer the first half of the question do i like eating guys ass that's a yes and a no um full full disclosure i do depending on the guy of course like if i know that you have showered if your asshole's not like incredibly hairy like if it's like super hairy like i just kind of have a hard time getting there if that makes sense like i have a hard time like getting through but i know that you're clean you're well kept you know you've got good hygiene like i like to make you squirm 100 percent. like i (laughs) i have no problem doing that i think it's kind of fun honestly the actual action isn't that fun but like i love just like the applause <laughs> i live for the applause yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> but it's really I, fun like i don't love doing it like but i like doing it in the sense that it, i think it's kind of i don't know it's i like your pleasure like i i feel like when you're having I think that's sex, how it is with a lot of sexual acts yeah like when you're having sex like you want to pleasure the other person like it brings me pleasure to make you feel pleasure especially if it's pleasure that like i know you don't usually experience yeah, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Like, I've never done it before. Um, I'm not saying I never will, but it definitely, like, you have to be clean, bro. You have to. I need to know that you literally just got out of the shower. Let's let's foreplay in the shower, okay? And I'll let you bend over and scrub your asshole in the process. I don't know that I would love it, um, to be honest. I don't really think I would. But I'm open to trying it. I'm more of like a, I mean, I, I like it, but I'm more of a... I sort of like to put my finger around there, you know, like play with it a little bit while I'm giving them head. That one's more my preference. I will. Have you ever had a guy be like, don't do that? Yeah. Yeah. I've had guys be like, what the fuck? And then like, just, I'd be like, if you don't want do me I to. Do know any of these yeah. guys? If so, give a code name. Um, I don't know. I'll have to tell you later. I'll just <laughs> I'm not going to expose too much. Um. Oh, wait, I can mouth it to you. <laughs> I'm trying my best. I'm, like, trying to, like, air sign. Um, no, not. I'm not saying that they were an air sign. I was saying I'm trying to water sign. Okay. Yeah, no, I've had guys who have been like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm not gay. And I've literally just laughed in their face and been like, okay, if you don't want more pleasure, then get out. But, like, if, if it's, like, kind of the kind of thing, like, oh, I've, I've had this before, or, like, I'm just really not ready for that. It's not my thing, whatever. Like, that's fine. But if you're if you're going to throw the, the whole gay thing out there, you're done. I don't want to have sex with you. You're done. I don't want to have sex with you if you think that it's gay to have pleasure from your asshole. I like having pleasure from my asshole. I'm not gay. I'm half right. gay yeah same we're like a <laughs> like a quarter gay more so we need to do an episode on that yeah well. we should coming to terms with our sexuality 100 percent, we totally should keep an eye out love it this was really fun i really love to do like a q a we're gonna be doing a lot more q a style of just like having a topic but having you guys sending questions because it's a really good way to open up conversation while engaging yeah with and then i know that w- you know you guys are getting what you want out of the show as well 
Yeah, and also, if you click the link in our Instagram bio or our TikTok bio, um, both ads are at the God Complex Podcast, um, we have a place where you can submit anonymous questions. In each episode, we're going to have a segment where we answer anonymous questions or we give advice as well. We do have one for today, and we also have a birth chart to roast, um, and the link to submit your birth chart is also in our bio, so go check those out. Um, did you add to the... Did we add to the bottom of the list? No, I have it here, though. The chart? Okay. No, um, the advice. Basically, hold on, this is going to take a minute. Maybe we'll do the birth chart while I'm pulling this up. So, the person who submitted their chart today did not get that. I can't talk. Whoa, what happened to my mouth just now? That was so confusing. Did not give a name, but... I honestly am going to have kind of a hard time roasting this chart. I really like this person's chart. I really adore this person's chart. Leo Sun, Taurus Moon, Aquarius Rising, Leo Mercury, Virgo Venus, Leo Mars. The uh, Okay, Aquarius Risings are some of my favorite. I was just they have such good Aquarius. sense and fashion. They always just have the most unique style. And then to top that off, a Taurus Moon... Taurus Moon is my favorite place. Taurus Moon are literally one of some of my favorite people in the world. They are so genuine and so like they are some of the sweetest kind. people ever. Like honestly, they love they can switch up so fast from like being absolutely psychotic to like we really should talk about this. Like let's sit down and like let's chat about this. Like they're so dependable, such good friends. And Leos are also incredibly dependable as well. Like this person yeah. is probably so confident in themselves but also a really kick-ass friend to have i will say a, a roast i could do is for leo mercury which i love that placement because you are very confident in what you speak however i do feel as though leo mercury's could and especially leo mars right um yeah leo mars with leo mercury you definitely could when you get upset with someone come across incredibly condescending like yeah, 100%. incredibly like i am better than you mm-hmm. all sorts of things like that but that's the only roast i have like i love your chart it balances it out so well leo sun aquarius rising opposite of me i'm an aquarius sun leo rising so i love you um taurus moon is my absolute all-time favorite placement ever um, I love it. I love everything here. What was the, the, the Venus? Thing, Virgo yeah, Venus? I was going to say, I think the only thing, it's not even that I don't love it, but a Virgo Venus just, it's not for to me. To me, it's almost like you're just like so picky about who you even like find yourself with. And then when you finally get them, like all you want to do is just like post up at home. Like you're like a really homebody, which is just not for me. Like, and maybe that's not even you, but that's just um, like one of your favorite ways to spend time with someone that you love is just like being alone with them and like I'm too much of like a social being for that I don't like to like sort of just be like a homebody with my person yeah I feel that also like I just personally am not a fan of Virgo placements to begin with well I actually kind of like Virgo men which is funny because most people hate Virgo men I was raised by a Virgo man. My grandfather was a Virgo man, so I just naturally love them. They're very... I found Virgo men, developed Virgo men, might I add, to be very sweet, very gentle, but they are, like, incredibly protective people, protective creatures, because an unhealed Virgo 
Virgo man, Virgo in general, can be super possessive. Um, so when it's a healed version of that, they're just protective of their people. Um, and like with Virgo Venus, I can see that being the same way. So like as a healed person or a healing person, no one's fully healed ever, but I think Virgo Venus would be a nice placement. However, I'm currently living with multiple Virgo placements and I've just had enough of them. So with (laughs) peace and love, I would have to pass. (laughs) Well, I'm never going to pass on someone for their placements. Just saying that right now. Like, I don't think Courtney or I are, like, the type of people who like, like, oh, I can't. you're this. Actually, maybe I cancers. never. But even then, like, if I get along with you, I'm giving you the chance. Like, Y'all entertain I, it. Prove me wrong. Yeah, prove yeah me that's wrong. always what it is. I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, I know that this could end really bad based on what my I'm experience. seeing. But prove me wrong. That's how I feel about Libra women. Like, every, not every. Every Libra woman I've come close to and become close friends with has royally screwed me over. And, like, just, yeah, but I'm not getting into it. But I still give Libra women a chance, and I still love you guys. Yeah. Okay, here's the advice. Hi, I'm 21 years old, jobless, living with my boyfriend that I'm having relationship issues with. First and foremost, for the relationship issues, well, we'll just keep going. And disabled with rare chronic conditions as well as having trauma, ADHD, and depression that have been difficult to win a disability case with. I feel extremely lost and confused at this moment in my life and I'm trying to tune into my spirituality and would love some advice on practices that can help me with the issues I'm dealing with. Thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing your podcast thrive and I enjoy listening to y'all a lot. First of all, I appreciate you and I love you. Sending you love. Um, Don't focus too much on diving into spirituality. Like, obviously, if you want to, go for it, but I would recommend journaling so that you can become aware of like the feelings that are coming up it's okay to have these very real feelings in this overwhelming situation like allow yourself to be a human you're not expected to feel okay and good during this time Um, be grateful for what is going right obviously but my biggest piece of advice to incorporate into this is meditation because meditation takes us out of our human body that has all of these conditions and has all of this trauma attached to it and like all of these things and just Giving yourself a chance to escape in a healthy way that isn't alcohol or substances is really beautiful because so many people in situations like this want to escape and then turn to drugs or turn to alcohol or turn to something that can easily, when you're already in this situation, get you addicted to that feeling of escapism and ruin your life even more. Um, So just really choose to do what's good for you here and I think meditation would really help you as well as just validating yourself and what you're feeling and with the relationship issues like I can tell you're already going through a lot so take that with ease if it feels good for you right now to get out of this then go for it if not just like tell this person I'm really doing my best to work on myself as you can tell I've got a lot going on which will strain a relationship inevitably like, if you have a lot going on as a human being, it's going to put strain on a relationship, especially if there's already issues there. Um, oh, you're living with your boyfriend and you, 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 don't, you don't have a job currently. So, it sounds like this isn't something that you, you are willing to leave right now, which is understandable. But just distance yourself. Take some time away if you can. Go out by yourself. Go on walks. Have a little area of the house if there is that for you. Like, do something for yourself that doesn't involve this person. Um, and hopefully that will take some strain off of it. But I recommend meditating in journal. Yeah, and on the topic of meditating, like, especially if you're new to meditating, 
I really love active meditation. It's one of my favorite ways to meditate. I'm a huge overthinker. I'm always in my head. Thoughts just constantly pile in and pile out. Like that's just sort of how my brain works. Um, I've learned to sort of calm it down a little bit, but it's especially hard when I am really stressed out in my material and tangible world. It's hard to like be like, okay, like time for me to meditate. Like that is hard. So active meditating is like a really good alternative. I like to um, go on walks and just look at what's going on around me. So like I like to like look at the birds flying or like look at how the leaves are glowing in the sun and look at their little veins and look at the animals um, running around. Like that's like a very active form of meditation. Like you don't even need to, the key is to not even make attachments or create meanings for the things that you're observing, but just to sit back and observe. And once you sort of feel more peaceful and more calm and you realize like, I'm actually not in my head at all right now. I'm just looking at the things around me. Really like take a moment to express gratitude for that presentness and like being grateful for like the ability to sit and observe. Like it's honestly such a gift that we get to like sit in nature and watch it happen. Like that's such a blessing. That's such a gift. So finding gratitude in the small things, taking walks, actively meditating while you're doing those things those are really small things that can be good for you but don't put a lot of strain or stress on yourself to like force yourself to be like quote-unquote spiritual just because you like want to I don't know like don't don't feel like you have to be spiritual when you have a lot going on you're allowed to be human and you're allowed to go through ebbs and flows and for me like I go through huge and I know Allison is the same way too I go through waves where I am like so on my shit I'm journaling every single day I'm meditating every single day reading my cards every single day spending time outside every day working out every day like showing gratitude every day I'm doing everything that I can and it does feel great it's awesome and I can only do those things when my world I can't talk again the world around me allows me to do those things but then there are times where like you know oh no, my, my car is totaled. I need to get to work. I need to pay this bill. I need to pay this off. I need to go grocery shopping, blah, blah, blah. Like there's a lot of things going on and it is incredibly hard to like sit down and focus on like, you know, being spiritual in those situations. So definitely take it like on the opportunities where you have to just spend days showing gratitude, then do that. Spend those days showing gratitude and spend those days on your spiritual shit. And on days that you can't, don't beat yourself up that you can't. Like, just be a human and, like, you know, just don't get too lost in the stress and show gratitude for the emotions of frustration and anger. Those are okay, but, you know, just don't beat yourself up if you can't be spiritual 100% of the time. None of us can. Yeah, I completely agree. And there's no right or wrong way to go about it. Like, just focus on yourself and your well-being right now and doing what feels good for you just to get through this phase because sometimes it's all you can do is just focus on getting by amazing love okay i'm just gonna pull one card real quick also i i know i didn't shuffle them but it's fine okay six of cups which we got oh we got the our last episode too i think focus Um, on your inner child especially with this this is what i'm feeling with this with this sex episode right now if you are feeling like unconfident in the bedroom you can't speak your truth you don't want to make eye contact whatever it may be ask yourself like what is the story behind this what is showing up here um 
and like for some people it like for me personally it goes back to my childhood whether you experience sexual abuse as a child or not whether your first experiences with sex were good or not like there's something there and it could be completely unrelated to sex like you could have just not been listened to growing up and therefore in a sexual setting you feel even more uncomfortable so just like working with your inner child through this process but also just in general since it came up in the last reading um which just represents like working through your working with your inner child to work through the issues that are presenting themselves in your relationships whether it be sexual emotional or platonic amazing this is a beautiful episode we're gonna do more like this so if you have any questions we're gonna start asking more specific ones on our instagram um our personal instagrams as well but mainly our um, podcast instagram but if you have any questions or any situations you would like advice on submit it in our google drive it is completely anonymous the link is in our bio um and also submit your birth chart for us to roast and boast about um and give the instagram a follow and our tiktok at the god complex podcast yay we love you guys thank you so much for listening amazing have the best day ever we love you Mwah.